Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. It is episode number 84 today. We're going to be discussing Liverpool and the possibility of them being sold. It was pretty big news, wasn't it? Yeah, very much so. I mean, FSG signed a list of clubs to sale. Mm. But um, believed to be around £5 billion, I think. Well, it'll be interesting because obviously we've got the recent sale of Chelsea to compare it to. No real... I've not seen any concrete figure yet be oh, no, no. determined, obviously. But yeah, obviously, Fenway Sports Group have owned Liverpool for quite a while now. Seen some success in that time. Champions League win, Premier League win, returning them back. Obviously, Champions League finalists three times as well in that in that time. So it's certainly been successful over the last few years. But is now the right time to sell? Do you think? If as a, if you're an owner, do you think Liverpool are on the down, or is there a chance they can bring it back? I mean, I, I do think there's a little bit here of them jumping ship. I also think there's a bit of them realising that with FSG, I, I think if Liverpool stayed under ownership, it would just keep going wrong, whereas I think if they sell the club and there is a new owner brought in, things could be turned into an upward spiral. But, I mean, they've, they've still said that they're committed to the club until the end of the season, so it'll be interesting how that ends. But I think they're committed to the club no matter what, so if the club isn't sold by the end of the season, they'll still be... Basically, they'll be committed for the rest of their time at the club, however long that may be. Do you think this means they won't sack Klopp this year? It could save Klopp. And this season. New owners coming well, in. That's what I was going to say. Implications manager. for the club. Would you see Klopp being sacked under new ownership? Depending on where their league position is and depending on how well they've done recently, maybe I would understand if the new owners came in and decided they wanted to sell Klopp. Not sell Klopp. Because um, I do feel like Liverpool is now at that point where they need a bit of a rebuild. There's still some gems in there, and we'll talk about a few of them in just a moment. But I feel like there's a few players that just you need either backups for, or rotation options with, or you just need more brilliant players. Yeah. Liverpool seriously lack them, and when you've got so many players underperforming at the moment, it's an odd one. The isn't thing it? is, despite that underperformance, underperformance that everyone spoke about. They're somehow still done well. They're, they're very, very close behind some of the other big teams, and like like United and Chelsea, who to be fair aren't playing well themselves. But I think Liverpool are kind. I think people are writing off Liverpool already. I don't think they should be. I think Liverpool are still yeah. okay. The position. difference is is that Chelsea and United have been around sixth, fifth, sixth a lot in recent seasons. A bit up and down all the time. Liverpool have been title contenders for the last three years, and this year they sit. What thirteen points off Manchester City? Yeah, and uh, and we've had fifteen game weeks. For me, that's not good enough from Liverpool this year. But we'll talk about the weekend because it was a very nice little two-one victory against Tottenham. My first question: Was this a clock masterclass or was it capitulation from Antonio Top, Conte? Tottenham all over the place, all over the place. I wouldn't say Conte. I wouldn't say Conte capitulation, but just Tottenham. Overall, all day. I went place. after, but the alliteration was too good to avoid. You've got to put concept capitulation on the board. I look at Tottenham, I look at the most recent games, I look at the Marseille game, I look at the Liverpool game. Just, you know, it seems they only start playing football for the last half an hour, and they actually, you know, they start playing football and they start losing. I think the first goal was very cheap to concede, way too easy. And obviously, the second goal, Eric Dyer put Salah for on goal. I yeah. think just individually mm. and as a team, Tottenham letting themselves down. And the, diff- the thing is for Tottenham, and I think this is a bit different to what they've had. You know, they've had Nuno recently, they've had Mourinho, who again, they've proved this. 
We've seen world-class managers like Mourinho and Conte go into this Tottenham side. That you know, managers that have won the biggest trophies that you could win in football. Yeah. Top, the actual Tottenham team is letting them down. Again, it's individual and team errors against Liverpool, which meant that Tottenham lost. Do you think any responsibility lies on Conte this weekend? Because in my opinion, the formation they started with immediately left them vulnerable in a 3-5-1-1. Because I don't think it offered them I mean, anything in attack, but they options, still looked poor. His options were limited. Of course. His options were very limited. But look at when Kulisevsky came on and made a difference in the game. Would it not have made more sense to start with a three up front, even if that is Perisic on the left and Brian Heal or Lucas Moura on the right? Why, does, why did he favour... Putting a left wing back in I think his a plan, left striker rather than the plan would have been, put, putting one of his forwards. The plan would have been let's play we know we can get only get forty five minutes out of Kudazowski. So let's play this formation, let's play this three five two, let's try, try and get nil nil in at the break and then we'll bring on Kulazewski and we'll go for it a bit more. Didn't work because again of errors from the Tottenham eleven mm. and they've let themselves down again. This is why Tottenham will never win anything. And, and you know the one place where I think Liverpool struggled the most this season is actually in the middle of the park. I know they kind of had a full strength, you'd say midfield three, mm. back today, but... Or I back mean, for the game. I mean, Tottenham. Hoyvier, the team, and Bentenko look rubbish. Yeah, and that intrigues me. Would, do you think they'd have fared better as a two? Yeah, 100%. Maybe a Bentenko. Basuma looks so lost. Basuma did struggle, but it's also interesting because a lot most teams line up with a two and they're able to dominate that Liverpool midfield. They are, they're yeah. just all over the place usually but Liverpool really dominated the ball in the middle of the park that allowed them to find those pockets of space to get Salah in behind and again Salah showing his quality Salah's still got that hasn't he? Oh well, he obviously obviously he's been I mean, taking him out of Liverpool this year and I think Liverpool are 15th or so you take his goals mm. out of Liverpool because I don't, again I don't think I mean Nunes has been subpar as people say oh he's better than Hayes no he's no he's rubbish he has not been good this season. Well, in terms of and goal scoring, he wasn't good against close, Tottenham either. No, he, he didn't. He didn't do superbly. I do feel like they're missing sorely missing a left winger, which is tough because they've had two players go out injured, obviously in uh, in Luis Diaz and Diogo Shota. But I still can't understand why you wouldn't then play Fabio Carvalho a bit. Mm. I think the difference is for me, Tottenham has so many injuries. I mean, I never blame it. I never blame injuries. Tottenham should have done better. But they had so many more injuries up front, and they did what they could. And can't, I don't, I don't think Conte moaned once. You know, but Klopp every time he's got one, two injuries, he's mm. immediately throwing excuses there. Yeah, I do, I do feel obviously injuries can have a big impact. And in terms of your never blame injuries, I don't think blaming as such is correct. But you can justify to a certain extent results or poor form because of repetitive or consistent injuries especially when they're targeted in certain areas I mean look at Liverpool yeah, obviously I mean, a few I years back it, when they just had loads of centre-halves die or I guess it, if you have three four or five injuries in one position but if you if one player gets injured in one position you haven't mm. got a backup that's completely awful. of course of course like if Trent gets injured in Liverpool what a noise. you see with Klopp and Liverpool fans is they don't justify their injuries they use injuries as an excuse as a difference because if you, you that usually if Liverpool lose, they'll just say injuries. They don't, you know, they don't say, you know, justify the answer. Really hard game for me because I want neither team to win. Yeah. I really mm. dislike both sides, but Liverpool got three points. Well, Liverpool obviously now get close to Chelsea. This does mean, though, that Tottenham dropped a fourth. Newcastle up to third. What a weekend for them. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're always going to battle. So I mean, yeah, they're not they're on our fine. board to talk they're about, but they're playing so well. Did you know they've only conceded uh, 11 goals this season? 
They're in the title fight. Eleven goals. They're in the title fight. I, I don't know why Peter rolling them off. They're in. They're hundred percent up there. Well, yeah, I mean they could be very close to Man City if they had a drawn to Fulham, which they probably should have. Oh, absolutely. Uh, once again, every time City gets so nice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's one result after another. What they're drawing? Oh, hang on, let's get them a ninety-fifth minute penalty. Every time teams just give yeah. City the points. It's it's infuriating. And obviously, I'm, yeah. it's a bit biased here, but I think I'll speak for everyone that isn't a Manchester City fan. It is so annoying when it looks like they're going to drop points and they get a random 95th minute penalty. Especially with them dropping points meant that would have meant that Arsenal could have dropped points. Arsenal, though, didn't drop points. Nice segue into the next one. Chelsea, very frustrated. Rubbish. Wait, what? Uh, I, I disagree with that. I disagree with the sentiment that we were somehow rubbish because I don't, I don't think we were. I think we played some really nice football. We clearly identified Arsenal's weakness in behind Zinchenko, and we utilised that very well. Mendy's well, ball into Sterling every time is great success. The well, exactly. This is what I wanted to highlight: is Havertz's lack of composure or lack of cutting edge decision making. I thought oh, in the game was very poor. But I disagree with. Obviously, oh, we've played the front four. Sterling, all of, no. It was a front four, obviously, with I Mel. Saw, yeah, saw well, nothing that. from any of them. And that's the difference, though. That's um, why we're not in the title. I, I think I think you'd be saying different if Havertz squares it the two times he should have. Well, yeah, we scored. Then, yeah, of course we don't. We don't lack the cutting edge. Yeah, but I don't know what Aubameyang and Mount are supposed to do. They're in the right position. Havertz just hasn't passed it to them. Well, no, and don't get me wrong, I love Kai Havertz, but I don't know what he's doing in those. Other chance, you know, you're, you've got to score. Your job is to score a goal. If you don't score a goal, you haven't played well. That's your job. Of course, but uh, what can Aubameyang do if he's not given those chances? And I thought he did well to try and create some pre- space for himself. He got in the right positions. If the ball doesn't come to him, what can he do? Richard, I thought I thought he played really well for passages of the game. I think Ruben Loftus-Cheek really struggled, and that was evident, and it confuses me then why Kovacic didn't start. Again, Loftus-Cheek, Jordi Pivot, why? Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, it just work. doesn't work. Don't, we, don't, we persist on playing yeah. players that don't work, and I don't know why. No, like we could have, we could have played either a four-two-three-one or a four-three-three, and I think we would have looked a lot more solid. Yeah, I, it was a bit of an odd one because I don't think Havertz and Aubameyang up front is worth much. But if you drop Havertz, maybe into that attacking mid role, or you put someone else out on the left and mount in attacking I mean, mid, I think you get a little bit the more. The difference is for me is what annoys me about Chelsea is it's the simple things, playing players who aren't informed but because they've got a reputation. Playing players that don't work with each other. Persisting to not sign back up players and then we and then wonder why we're playing well when all our back when our, when all our mm. first teamers get injured and we have no backups. Well what, what would you what would be your ideal lineup against Newcastle? God knows who's things have got in fact is what I mean hate and I hate this and I know Seb Bat Seb uh, Seb Blatt has come out and said it was a mistake to host in because oh, it's his fault. That didn't matter now. But again I think I don't Thing you'll have to factor in the World Cup because there'll be so many players that say, Look, Graham, I yeah. don't want to play because I don't want to get injured. I mean, obviously, the Qatar Cup that's a whole bigger ethical issue, and obviously, but obviously, Carabao Cup as yeah. well, midweek. The difference is, I don't know what's going to happen because you've got all the, the first teamers won't want to play your Thiago Silvers, your Mason Mounts, your Kai Hamas, I would, I would disagree with that. Like, I don't think. There's going to be many Chelsea players who flat out refuse to play, but we have to be sensible with our players because you look at Rhys James and you look at Ben Chilwell in particular. Why but then, uh, this they were playing those sort of games? I think some Chelsea fans forget that also Newcastle must game. If we lose, New- if we lose Newcastle, we'll be and Liverpool win. We're behind Liverpool. 
and everyone's saying that Liverpool have had a tragic season. Mm-hmm. So if we lose to Newcastle, we're in all sorts of trouble. Yeah, would would Breuer be on? Would, would be on your potential starting? He would be anyway, even if the World Cup wasn't there, because the Bamian and Havertz have been sub subpar and they've not been good enough. This is what I mean. It's another point. We have the players like Breuer and Pulisic. Give them a run out. Sterling's not been good enough. Havertz not been good enough. Aubameyang not been good. Yeah, I think Pulisic is also another one on your list of World Cup players because he, I think he's more important for his nation though. So he yeah. might be more reluctant. But I, I still don't think Pulisic would turn down minutes. But we, you know, you have to, you have to be sensible to a certain extent. I mean, midweek against City, I'd expect to see so many youngsters. Yeah, I want to see Amara Hutchinson. Obviously, we are recording on the Tuesday. Yeah, we're usually recording Monday, but yeah, recording a day late this week. And yeah, we've not seen any of the Carabao Cup games yet. But Chelsea City will be played the night that we're recording. That this goes out. Sorry. Yeah. I hope Omar Hudson starts. I hope Lewis Hall, potentially. Um, who else? We know Suns at Bell, won't he? played yesterday. At the time of recording. The goalkeeper situations, it's just everything. Everything about Chelsea now is just very... Oh yeah, Mendy's going to have to start, Australian. isn't he? Yeah, it's, it's hard. Because, I mean, I, I know it's another case of playing a player that has not been informed, but we don't have a choice because Chelsea kept was injured and... We're not playing better. And it's not play, I'd play better than Ellie in midweek. Would you? Yes, um, City. I don't know. I don't see why we'd throw away the Carabao Cup. I don't say throw it away. I just think I'd rather bet better than he's a cup goalkeeper. And Mendy's been subpar. I might as well give better than Ellie a go. He's still a goalkeeper. He's certainly not the cup goalkeeper. He's the third choice. Well, who is the cup goalkeeper? Because nobody knows. Mendy? Well, he's crap. Well, Kep was our start. I don't know. I don't think Mendy's crap. I think he is struggling at the moment, though. He's very much struggling at the moment. I think the, the Chelsea fans at the moment are very reactionary. And I know we are slightly, you know, kicking off at players today because of a few poor games. Yeah, no, I, I do think to a certain extent players' criticism is deserved. But to call Mendy crap when, if, you know, a couple months ago would have been calling him one of the best keepers in the league is a little bit over the top. Well, no, I, I think I look at our... Look at, I look at our last few results. And, I mean, I get, okay, I get it with the Mendy bit, but just in terms of how we feel, I look at us. We lost to yeah. Arsenal. Um, struggled against Zagreb. Scraped through against Zagreb. You know, scraping through against Salzburg. Losing to Brighton. No, I, I do agree that players haven't been good enough. Like Aubameyang, for example. Raheem Sterling, I think, has been very lacklustre in recent games. Jorginho's had a bit of a tough season. I think Loftus-Cheek hasn't always been the best. Havertz has really struggled this year. Obviously, Koulibaly's been in and out of the side. Trev's looked really good. Thiago's still the same. Fullbacks is an odd one because we've not played the same defence, so it's really hard to judge. Yeah. It's really difficult I, I to judge. I think the, the one thing that just annoys me is that again we haven't gone out and signed backup centre halves. We haven't. We you know we know Kante. We have. We know Kante. When have we? Who have we not? When have we not signed backup centre halves? Okay. Well, you take Koulibaly out, then you who do you who've got? We've got Koulibaly and Fafana out injured right now. We've still got two fit centre halves plus Koulibaly that can put uh, Kukurea that can cover there. Then and we should have also factored in that Tuchel was thirty eight. And then I look at centre mid. We know Kante and Kovacic get injured. We know that Loftus-Cheek is good enough, and we 
you know, it was a risk on Gallagher's first Chelsea season. Why have we not gone out and signed centre mids? We knew from Well, the yeah, we need defensive midfielders. Equally, we did loan one and we've not played him until Again, now. We've gave him one game. I, I, this World Cup is massive for Potter because there's so many things that are wrong, and I don't know why they're wrong, because obviously I'm not in the Chelsea camp, I'm not, I don't work for Chelsea. I don't know why they're going wrong, but <laughs> over this World Cup, Potter needs to sort it out. Yeah, no, I think those aspects need to be looked at, but overall, I was quite content with Sadie's performance, Sunday's performance, sorry, but I do agree the elements were very frustrating, especially the goal. The goal was very silly. It's very silly. How free top quality Premier League players can get a ball like that. Starts with Kai Havertz going, swinging for it in the air. Thiago Silva isn't really able to react to it, but still should do more. Dives under it. Why is he diving there? It's not a shot. Catch it. Mm. Block it. I don't know why you're diving for it. It, it I'm beyond me. And again, another Mendy error. And then Kick Red just holding some guy at the back, hugging some bloke yeah, in the box Jacker. rather than oh, kicking the ball. I don't know. Anyway, enough Chelsea now. Let's get on to Aston Villa where you can party you a bit. <laughs> what a man. What a man. He Perfect start, really, wasn't it? Perfect now. start. Turned out of Villa Park. He's probably, everyone expected to Villa to you lose. He turns out and he's double. His, his jacket and his and his, his another jacket on top. Two jackets, a purple tie, Starful jacket, lovely new look, and what a game! It yeah, is perfection from Villa from start to finish. Yeah, I mean the first thing I hi- highlighted was Leon Bailey, oh, different gravy. Things he, I, I people forget this, and I'm not being biased. He has always been a world class player. He has just been so hey, injury oh, prone. Shut up. World class. But he's always I was going to say. Yeah, everyone's like, oh my god, he's actually really good. Well, he's always been good. We saw his debut two last season. Was it start of last season? Did he join? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, against yeah. Everton. Came on, scored a double, and then got injured. And we didn't see him for a few months. Yeah, I really. If he can stay fit this season, he's going places. That is a big if, though. That is a big if. Do you think that Villa, speaking of going places, do you think Villa can get Europe under Emery, or is this season a bit too early? Champions League off the cards. I think Europa League would obviously rely on, on, I think, the FA Cup winners. You know, again, not rely on extra spot. Conference League, I think, though. So I look at the inconsistencies in all the big sides. It's still a a big gap to make up, though. And I think Chelsea Chelsea, United and Liverpool will only get stronger. Yeah, I think like Tottenham will get weaker. I think West Ham look all over the place. I think That's alright, they're below Villa, aren't they? Yeah, no. Well, they lost for the weekend. Uh, I, th- I thought you said that the gap was about six points. Might be wrong. Oh, I might be wrong. Um, let's have a look. Villa are eight points off United in fifth. Um, six, yeah, six yeah. points off Chelsea in seventh. I, I still maintain, though, that I think Liverpool, Chelsea, United will come back stronger after the break. I think... I don't know with Brighton, but I, I do rate design. Brighton very up and down. I think Tottenham will drop off. I think Fulham will drop off. Uh, I, think, I think Palace will get better, though. No, but I think Villa will then will get better than Palace. Is what I'm saying. Like, okay. They might get better, but I think Villa will get better than they're better. Bear in mind, a lot of teams also have a game in hand on Villa. Yeah, they've all got to play each other. Like Chelsea and Liverpool got Chelsea and Liverpool, yeah. Uh, United and Brighton. Uh, United and Brighton got played, Jeremy. Um. No, it's Brighton Palace. United Leeds. Again, they've still got to play really tough teams. Um. Leeds. Yeah. Waffle match, mate. Waffle match. I'm not. Leeds are a good side. Um. And if they aren't, then that's another team that I get ahead of. 
Uh, but yeah, they're already I think Leeds. you know I don't know we're not. I, I just look. Um, they're Leeds are one place above. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think for Villa, phenomenal. Jacob Ramsey dropped by yeah. Danks, brought back in by Emery, took you under his wing and said, "Come on, mate, perform for me." And it was a brilliant finish and great. And he he is the fourth ever Premier League player to score an own goal, score an, score a goal, and get an assist in the same game. Yeah, you know, people to do that were Rooney and two other people. I can't remember their names. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, as for Manchester United, uh, does this show they have Problems. still need to improve a lot? Obviously, we saw that they've drawn Barcelona in the uh, in the UCL qualifying round because they didn't top their group in the end. So, yeah, there's a long way to go. I also it? look at when I look at the United side starting Villa, Garnacho. That was a, I think I I've got I rate Garnacho. I do, but I think that was a reactionary pick from Ten Hag because he saw him scoring midweek. Ronaldo, that's never going to work. But then, but then you say with Chelsea players that we shouldn't rest big egos that are, that we shouldn't be playing big egos who've played badly and instead give these players a chance. Garnacho had his chance, took his chance. Does he not then deserve another game? Oh no, but United didn't have a choice either. To be fair, because obviously Bruno was suspended and he, he still played Ronaldo and Rashford. The only player he benched was Sancho because Anthony's injured. Hmm. Um, so Rashford Did Alanga play? No Alanga didn't play But yeah. again Alanga I wouldn't say he's getting a big ego He's just a He's, no, he's not stuff. great No but he, Yeah but they're Alanga performing players oh, Doesn't Alanga matter about ego that much Does he play Cam? I remember Casper Eriksson pivot Which I'm surprised Got absolutely overrun By Douglas Wiz And Leandro Dendonka Who again And I, I apologise I apologise to Dendonka And the Villa recruitment staff on deadline day, I, I called this a panic signing and a bad one. He looks really, really good alongside Douglas Lewis. Mm-hmm. He really, really does. Um, so I take back what I said, but for Man United, need big improvements. Uh, it's Johnny Van Der Beek. Again, I mean, he hasn't played in donkey's years. Uh, no, but he's still a good player. And I know Ossie Ferran's a big miss, Lindelof had an absolute shocker. Uh, I don't know why Shaw's been playing over Malassia recently. Yeah, and then obviously United, Dallow's booking means he's not there for their trip to Fulham. How do you line up? Who would you put right back? AWB? Is, or he, not, is he not serving it in the Cow Cup? No. Oh, it's not straight red. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Got again, would, you, would you put Wan Bissaka at right back? Or would you put Lindelof and Slot Maguire in centre half? Again, I don't know because he. Man uh, United have Villa again. Uh, at the time recording it will be tomorrow Thursday yeah um, so that'll be another chance of Villa and May night to face off Probably I think if Villa win that though. I think if Villa win that one again it, I think it really proves that they're the force to reckon with if United yeah. win it we also it depends on the line-ups out to Carroll Cup but I think if you're Villa you go for the Carroll Cup under Emery as well it's just like a cup, comp- cup competition so again I look at it one of Chelsea or City could be out United are a potential you know slip up somewhere Arsenal will prioritise the Premier League and the Premier League. Um, that's them. That's their big, that's their biggest competition this year. Maybe the Europa League. I think they haven't got Europe to worry about. This is probably Villa's best year to win a trophy. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to get onto the Champions League draw, but just quickly, what are your thoughts on the mid-season break? Obviously, today we've seen the 2023-24 season dates released. And in that, we saw that there will be a season break in between from January the thirteenth to January the twentieth. What 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 do you think of it? Massive. Is it? It's brilliant. Is it necessary? It's what we need. It's what Peter called for. You see it in Germany. In Germany, it's two weeks, but just a week off for all the players and staff just to have a week to themselves with their families or by themselves or just to relax. 
is exactly what we needed. I think I think a winter break is necessary, but always has been. I don't think one they've picked the right time, or two that they have um, that they've done it long enough. I don't think a week makes much of a difference. Well, because they're not played for a week. Well, I still think it's a. It's going to make the schedule uh, even more packed elsewhere. Is it's a. Um, it, they won't be like training. They'll they'll have a week off. You reckon? Well, they won't, they won't, they have days they have days off. You think about like footballer? Yeah. Usually, between their Saturday and Saturday games, they have every single. Yeah, but that's day what I'm saying. It should be two weeks. It should be two weeks oh. over Christmas and New Year. Yeah, but the Burn off these traditions. There's so many traditions in the Premier League. In, sorry, in English football, they're so stupid. One is Boxing Day. And I know we're alive for Boxing Day this year, so we're a bit mental. But. Are we? We are. At the moment. Why are we doing that? <laughs> but yeah. Boxing I look at Boxing Day. Football should not be on Boxing Day. I don't I care about like traditions. Like it's mental. I, I don't yeah, But I don't think that's right on the players to make them play on Boxing Day. It's just a stupid tradition that's still been upkept. Make that a nice little two-week break from football. Enjoy the festivities back in early January. Fair enough. And then, yeah. Because I don't, I don't know. I just feel like there has to be a longer break I'm, than I'm a just, week. I'm looking at well, happy January. that they've actually put a break in. Yeah, but it's not long enough, so it serves no purpose, really. Well, no, it's still a break. Again, it is still just a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's still not, I'm saying if someone offered you any break, you can take it. Like if someone offered you a week off work, you're not, you, or whatever, you're not going to say no because it's not long enough. You're going to well, take it. N- no, but it's not the situation, is it? Okay. Well, anyway, final topic: UCL round sixteen draw. City every single year gets so nice every single time. We've got to negatives, haven't we? You've got us, you always want to start negative. Well, yes, Why can't I'd we talk about the fun things? I'd rather end on a positive. Okay. Because it's boring. I'm fed up of it. No, yeah. actually, they got sporting. How do they keep getting nice? It's rigged. It has to be. It could be. It really could be. Uh, also, the bracket, I think, I will double check this, I think they play Benfica, Bruges, winner in the round. That, if they the do, they're ridiculous because that, it is unbelievable. But I also find it funny because they still manage to bottle it every year. Um, so that's always good. Um, I always have a quick look. To be fair, and I think you know you like you said. I know you, how you mentioned um, you're starting positive. Liverpool Madrid. Repeat the last okay, no, year's sorry, final. It's, uh, it's not. It's not confirmed. It's uh, not been done yet. Repeat so. of last year's final. Really looking forward to that game. Should be an absolute cracker. And the reason I'm happy about it most is because Liverpool have been ruined again. Not not again. Sorry for, uh, for, okay. for the first time. Look at their run last year. They got Benfica, Inter, Villarreal. Mm. This year they've finally got a tough side. Have that. Well, yeah, they've got to play last year's. Uh, I think it'll present a really good game. Champions League winners. Rounded don't look perfect. I mean, obviously they're not top of the, well, the league. I anymore. think I think Madrid have only got better, and Liverpool have only got worse. Well, yeah, I know. But it's not gonna be a good game. It'll be interesting to see who's in form. Actually, I'm chatting rubbish actually because form don't matter now, does it? Because World Cup. Well, yeah, it could be so very I'm different come February. About, yeah, Benzema, Modric, all of their players could be injured. Random, but yeah, and then Chelsea Dortmund. I, as a Chelsea fan, I'm confident, but it can still go both ways. I, I'm never. Jesus, break some neg- positivity. Come on. Oh, I, I think it's Dortmund is a very tough game. Of course, but Modeste is up from. Yeah, in fact, Allo will be back by then. I don't. I never rate Chelsea in Europe, especially because we have no atmosphere at home. Well, we still, we still won European trophies in two of the last yeah, four years. We are just different, greatly. <laughs> 
But unless we get, we get our we get our work done in the away legs. You look at Chelsea Real, we were horrific first leg, and we pulled it back. We at did, home? We did put, no. No, we were horrific oh, first yeah, leg at sorry. home. We pulled Ooh, it back yeah. away, and then they sent them out on our under ball again. That was okay. fast. Um, but yeah, Chelsea... I was thinking back to like Juventus yeah. in the group stages last year while we were sent. Was it last year? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, Juventus are rubbish. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, and then we've got Tottenham, Tottenham AC Milan. That's going to be a good game. I think I think Tottenham will get through, but no, I don't think they will. I really don't. I, I hope not. Awful. But I I think AC are a little overrated. I think it'll be which team outscores the other because both teams aren't phenomenal at the back and both teams are very very good going forward. Um, both well, top Tottenham lost up defensively. Milan are sensational at the back, I think. And neither, neither side of the correct game for us. It depends on who's fit. It's very hard to call right now. Yeah, but you, th- you have Yao, Giroud, someone, and then... Yeah, but I think Son, Kane, Kuzowski's just 100 times better. No. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Much, much better. Not in Europe. <laughs> Again, I think this brings it to my point. I say it a lot. Giroud is the most underrated striker of the decade. Well, no, he is, but he is also 36. And he's been ripping it up in the charity this year. Yeah. Not against Chelsea. So who else has he played? Zagreb yeah, and Salzburg. Are so better than Tottenham. Are they? Yes. Oh wow. We're so far behind him in the league right no, now. No, because look what's happened. What? Look We've been bad. Look We've been shit. Game, look at the game we played against them. One game. It doesn't change the league position. They've also been bad. Yeah, but we've been badder. That's not a word. No, but it is now. Okay. We've been badder. I, I can't believe you'd ever say that. Well, we have. We and this season, based we off performances, we've been worse than Tottenham. You can't look at a league table and decide that. Well, I can. I look at our squads, I look at the 11, I look at the managers. Overall, we are better than Tottenham. But, but, but we're not. So, hang on, so would it be tough for Milan to play Chelsea or Tottenham? No, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is Chelsea, Tottenham have played better this season than Chelsea. I don't think but have. European form, I get you, Chelsea could be better. We no, don't no, know anything coming. No, I, I that's what I'm also saying. I don't think Chelsea have played. I don't think Chelsea played very worse than Tottenham. Hmm. I don't know. Who Chelsea knows? just have worse results. Don't even know what you're saying anymore. Anyway, the maybe the most interesting game: PSG versus Bayern. I mean, Peter said this, but PSG are going to waltz it. What? That is the opposite of my thought process. Bayern don't look great. Neither do PSG. I think, I think PSG go waltz it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. I, I think I Messi and Mbappe and Neymar. I think Mbappe is going to teach the little Meccano a new one. But he's going to teach him a new one, is he? Yeah. Tear him a new one. Whatever he's going to do to him, he's going to rip it up. All right. His goals alone will be enough because Mane isn't great and it doesn't look great. I, I think the same way in 2020... Look, Bayern were able to overcome PSG. It's their team Bayern, over individuals. Completely different. Completely different. Well, yes, yeah, so it's like two years difference, Harry. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, why, why have you bought the 2020 final? Because I'm saying they'll do. They'll beat PSG for all the same reasons. I think about it in, in a round of, in a final. Yeah, maybe, but I think in a round of 16 over two legs. I also think Bayern probably goals be enough. Bayern probably could do a madness in this window because they're not top of the league. They're going to go by, like, everyone. No, no, but they won't do that. They'll just sign the whole of the Bundesliga. Yes. To win that. They won't buy Champions League quality players. Well, I'd still Ch- argue... My team's got loads of goals this year. Yeah. In the Champions League, mate. He's killing it. In all fronts. Plusen and Barca. Same levels, mate. 
big teams. Anyway, I think that is all for yes. today. Make sure to get involved in the comments down below if you're watching on YouTube. We want to hear your thoughts on everything we've discussed today. If you can't remember what we've discussed, you have to go back and listen a second time. <laughs> but yeah, thank you all very much for watching or listening. And we'll see you next time. See ya.